Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Cynic Podcast. You might know me. I'm editor-in-chief of CG Magazine, and I have taken over the uh, hosting duties for this week and possibly beyond. We'll find out. Uh, but I'm also joined by all the normal cast of characters here. We have uh, Jordan Biordi. Hello. And Chris DeHoog. Is that right? Am I saying yes, that right? Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Damn. Go me. Yeah. Uh, starting off with a bang. And with this... Um, week before E3, or a few days before E3, we decided to slightly revamp the Pixels Inc. podcast, just to kind of tighten it up a bit, make it a little bit more exciting for all you listeners out there. We're going to try to keep it under an hour from this point on, uh, trying to make it so it can be part of your daily commute and all that for anyone that's still commuting, which I don't think, think anyone does anymore. But uh, we have a good podcast for you where we're going to discuss the things shown yesterday, today, to the Summer Games Fest, and we're also going to discuss our predictions for E3, which is mere moments away. So let's dive into it. I'm excited. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the biggest one we got was uh, definitely Elden Ring. Yeah, that was at the la kind of the final part of uh, the Summer Games Fest. It kind of capped it off for the most part, didn't it? I mean, yeah, that was that was the finale. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it actually exists. I'm surprised. I mean, we've heard about this for a while. It's it's the unique for anyone that is not in the know. It is the George R. R. Martin from Software collab that brings those two together in what I assume is Dark Souls, but with a darker fantasy setting that doesn't involve the the light of creation. I mean, it, it, it definitely. It it definitely looks, at least just like from the brief, uh, you know, gameplay trailer that they showed, that like maybe it's moving in more of like a like kind of like an open world RPG thing. Yeah. Like not to say that like older Dark Souls kind of weren't like semi open world to begin with, but just the fact that you have like a horse to like move around with, um, I'm it maybe just like suggests that there's going to be like like much more like open space to explore. I mean, a lot of the Dark Souls games did have a lot of open space. They did have that aspect that you could kind of experience the different parts of the world. It's more if they kind of locked it off by boss encounters or portals or, or switches, etc. And I'm kind uh, of well, curious if the new like the new consoles and things like that do allow them to kind of be a little bit more creative in how they do tackle uh, their world. Yeah, because that was the, that's, that's kind of the thing. Like as even like despite like. Like you know that that there was like big like kind of like big open areas to like move through. They always did have a sort of like um like linearity in terms of design. Yeah. Whereas like this just kind of looks like I mean like even just like there was like that one moment where you were kind of fighting a bunch of zombos out in a field, right? Like yeah. It just, maybe just I, it's that's at least what I'm I'm you know hypothesizing that like maybe it's taking a more like kind of like Skyrim-esque direction in terms of its like world design. I mean, it, it does seem like it has a more, less claustrophobic feel compared to like the Souls games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, I've, uh, sorry, because you continue, Chris. Uh, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not too familiar with the Souls games myself. I yeah. haven't put myself through that, <laughs> but what I have watched of it, you know, uh, it definitely is a very claustrophobic feel. Whereas this, mm -hmm. I don't know, like my my main takeaway as a kind of outside of the series is that it seems to be a lot more varied in design. It seems to be a lot right. more different locales. It definitely does look that way. But it, it, if you looked at some of the early trailers for like Dark Souls, Demon Souls all those souls games they do are deceptive in the way they're filmed so it 
it is hard to say how this game actually will play because it could just be an open field in front of a castle then you're all in a castle it could be something like that or even uh, Sekiro where it did have so many different uh, biomes you could explore but it was still kind of a linear experience in the end yeah that is true too but it's really at this point it's from are really good at making trailers that make things seem epic make things seem a lot more exciting even just by the way they're filmed than many other game publishers are just even if it's like that same uh area you see in one part of the trailer might be like a foot away from another part of the trailer but the way from like constructs levels they can feel so different so it's hard to say if it is a skyrim like experience where it is a giant open world or a controlled experience that does give that illusion of choice and we'll have to wait and see at least until we see more of the game yeah i mean one thing's for sure we, we could definitely just expect like a high level of quality oh, just yeah. because you know not, so far i don't think you know even debatably you could say dark souls 2 but like realistically none of these games have been like overtly bad uh dark souls 2 had problems i'd say but it's still they fixed those problems early on like uh i think the scholar of the first sin and a lot of the patches did bring mm-hmm. it brought the game to where it should be for the most part it still was kind of boiled down from like, i don't know what they originally wanted but it still felt it was still a solid experience just not maybe not as solid uh as some of the other uh, titles in the series yeah, most most of Dark Dark Souls fans that I have talked to kind of say that like you know like in terms of ranking like mm-hmm. two kind of sits near the bottom where like you know a lot of people have a lot of love for one even though it's problematic. I know people weren't like um, crazy about three from what a lot of people really? that I've th- yeah a lot of people that I've talked to kind of like they they like it, but I think like in terms of like just mm-hmm. you know overall design, they still kind of hold one at the highest regard. Unless you you know are talking about Bloodborne, and then pretty much I think everyone just agrees that one might be the best. Bloodborne part threes are always hard to land, right? Yeah. Like part three, part, part three is always divide the fan base. It seems or well because it's where it kind of ends everything, right? And I think mm-hmm. I think some of their expansions, people loved what they did with the kind of the really unique uh, journeys they took with those expansions. Uh, but it was really bonkers story. Like that, that story, if you actually follow it, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bonkers stories, I'm, I'm kind of wondering where the George R. R. Martin influence comes in. Yeah, like, I am he's, curious. He seems like too. a weird kind of fit for the Dark Souls games, and like by by the text and stuff, from like from, like from the advertisements and yeah. things like the rise tarnished thing. Like it seems like it's kind of repeating some of the core themes of the Souls games. So yeah, it's like it's, what, it's Souls where, games. Where does he come in? Yeah, it seems like it's Souls games mixed with the themes and concepts seen in like Game of Thrones. But then again, the concept seen in Game of Thrones are just kind of like generic fantasy setting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it's been pinched from other fantasy. places. Like, yeah. Like maybe, maybe there's a Targaryen running around. Yeah. So it, it's really, it, I'm sure we might see it in the dialogue or we might see it in how like the story kind of unfolds. Maybe it would be a little less obtuse. Because uh, mm-hmm. I know the Souls games are uh, sometimes impenetrable. And other times, completely bonkers. So we'll see how um, the George R. R. Martin influence kind of helps that or hurts that. It could be one or the other, or maybe yeah. maybe it's the same exact same. You're like I don't, 
there's a dragon here and it kind of looks like from game of thrones i guess that's what we get cool well i mean it's i think it would be interesting to find out too like really like how much he contributed like yeah. in terms of like did he did he you know actually like write a lot of like dialogue or come up with a lot of like plot stuff or was he just sort of on hand as like a creative like you know director or like a you know or like um creative like advisor you know so, yeah, wow, he'll that, he'll do anything to avoid finishing that book, eh? <laughs> I was just about to say. Three books he has to finish? Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's, it's not even like one last book. There's like three books left, aren't there? Uh, there's at least two, but knowing him, it'll probably be three. Yeah, and they're all tomes as they are. <laughs> and it's just taking longer and longer each time, so. That, but, it's uh, never coming out. Those books are, let's just say, they're never happening, and that's that's kind of fine. That is what but, it is. But instead, we'll get Elden Ring a lot sooner than I thought. The, the release date's yeah. January twenty first next year. Like I, I was, I, I thought it would be like a fall twenty twenty. I know. Like it's really coming quickly. I was not expecting it to be basically like six months away. Yeah, I'm super excited. I've been, I've been replaying a lot of uh, Bloodborne a lot, and my God, what such a good game! <laughs> uh, Bloodborne is fantastic. I have to say, they did. Uh, I want more of that. I want more weird yeah. Cthulhu mythos mixed with my old. Victorian London together. I'm, I'm dying to see a Bloodborne two for PS5. Considering too about how like how poorly Bloodborne runs on PS5. Why is it? It is one of those games that the load times increase, and I have no idea why. I, yeah, I don't know why. It was so upsetting to hear that when a lot of people said that like performance on the PS5 for Bloodborne is just like it's actually worse. Yeah, maybe it's the way it was coded. I don't know. I'm not a yeah, programmer. I, it's, it's gotta be something it's... weird that way. Yeah, and it's. It's but there were a few other things in this uh, press conference, e entertainment extravaganza. I don't know what you'd call it, but there was a few other things. Uh, we have the follow-up to Borderlands 3, which is kind of a spin-off series called uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is fantasy Borderlands, I guess would be the best way to describe it. <laughs> well, wasn't wasn't there because because I, I was I, I was looking at this and and it like for, at first it seemed like strange and new but then i yeah. remembered wasn't there a dlc that was like all based in like tiny tina's D, &D game yeah, or something there definitely was it was um borderlands 2 i think had that and it was basically a little mini campaign where it was all in D, &D. yeah or a D, D like universe that was D, &D adjacent with, i guess would be i guess with, with guns <laughs> I don't think they, I don't I don't remember. I haven't played that one in yeah, a long time. I don't remember either. <laughs> it was basically your character transported there. So it was it was an interesting concept. Uh this seems more like a fully fleshed out fantasy world set in the kind of the nonsense universe of Borderlands, which I'm not sure how it's going to play out. Yeah, I mean it's it's I guess it's a uh, it's a fairly fitting like concept in terms yeah. of just like how the game works, right? With like, you know, adding that kind of like looter shooter element to a, a fantasy setting. So There's really no Diablo. They made Diablo. Yeah. They just remade yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with more sparkly unicorns. Diablo and mixed with comedy. So funny Diablo. So not self-serious. Yeah. And you know, like, you know, just like thinking about like um, a game, like, you know, uh, Vermintide, how they yeah. kind of like adopted that like left for dead formula, but like put it in a, in a fantasy yep. setting, like, and it, it worked really well. So there's no reason why I don't think you couldn't apply like a decent enough, um, you know, same like similar kind of like first person, like, you know, shooter yeah. gameplay style. Yeah. And it's, but it, when you like combine it with like the, the, the like the, the most easy comparison is Diablo. Then yeah. there's I mean, that's, really that's no reason of, for this. That's kind of the king of the, that that uh, looter type genre. 
Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no reason this couldn't work. I mean, it definitely could. And if the trailer's anything to go on, they're putting a budget to this. Uh, Gearbox, who owns Gearbox now? Is that is that uh, the same company that owns THQ now? Um, I yeah, I believe, they, didn't they didn't they buy THQ? No, they stand no, up they, a bunch of stuff recently. I think THQ Nordic bought Gearbox. I think. You know what? Yeah, you're right. It's it was the other way around. I didn't. I, I, know, this up recently. I know Gearbox does not have the money to buy THQ Nordic because THQ Nordic is no. some massive conglomerate <laughs> now. All the way no. from making weird Penguin games to owning almost the entire industry. So, you know, that's cool. I remember, I do remember because I was looking this up when, uh, when it came, when I was looking up uh, some stuff on, on like information on Biomutant. Yeah, that's us. And I, and that, I do that's remember also seeing it. That's oh, the also, Embracer group. Yeah. 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 So weird. Um, we also got, um, does everyone remember Amazon Game Studios when we thought they'd make AAA games that were going to change the industry? Anyone? No. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm sure well. someone said that at some point. Well, instead, <laughs> they are releasing weird Korean MMOs to the West. Well, I mean, I mean, hold on. They 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 still got uh, they still got uh, that MMO in the works. New World, yes, which is yeah. also basically the same business model as a weird Korean MMO, where you buy all the skins in the world. And hats. Who doesn't like a good hat? Honestly? I mean, I love a good hat. And I uh, can key store hats. Yeah. You know, Sign Team Fortress 2 made, <laughs> made a ton of money with that. Do people still play that? I don't know. I, I'm sure uh, someone I, does. Yeah, I'm sure. They, well, I mean, they have Overwatch now, so it's hard you to know. say. There's always Probably. holdouts on those old yeah. ones. But anyways, Lost Ark uh, is coming from Smilegate and Amazon Game Studios, which... It's kind. Of, it looks kind of like a Diablo game, but an MMO, and I don't know much beyond that. It looks pretty. I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but these these games these games always do. They look great. They might have weird like plateaus where you have to buy something, etc. We don't know if that's what this game's like yet, but that is what uh, a lot of these Korean MMOs are built around. They are built around the free-to-play model. And this one does seem like it is similar to that, but it is hard to say. But, you know, I mean, some of those games have done really well, like um, uh, Pillars of Eternity. I think that one has done really good with that model, and it does offer a lot for no upfront cost. Yeah. Well, let's hope that's the case here with, with Lost yeah. Ark in, uh, in this fall. Uh, anything else that really struck any of your fancies? I mean, we had the um, new Koch Media... Uh, a publishing label which is prime matter that bringing basically every game that was major under anything Koch media which i believe is also owned by the embracer group it was a side note um and they kind of brought out they're kind of they're, they will be publishing payday three uh they will be bringing a new painkiller and then they will also bring basically every major um uh, european studio is something coming from these guys along with two canadian studios so that was kind of neat in their oh, nice. yeah so there's two Canadian students working with Prime Matter. Uh, beyond that, that's the big things I noticed. Uh, we did also see the new Vampire the Masquerade game, uh, Blood Hunt, uh, developed by Shark Mob. I don't know much about Shark Mob, but it's a multiplayer shooter that's available for, you can pre-register now. Any thoughts on that at all? The Vampire's been kind of a mess, has it not? I mean, we had the, uh, we talked about this before the show, uh, it had that big Vampire the Masquerade game done by Paradox, which Paradox also owns the IP of Vampire the Masquerade. Um, 
but that game was supposed to come out in the fall of 2020 and then things happened and then it was not and <laughs> then it changed studios and that's the last we heard of it so at least this is, for people that love a vampire series at least this is something but it's it seems a very different beast than that uh, other one that was paradox was going to be publishing yeah it looks like I a mean, thing that's happening <laughs> yep I was I was kind of happy to see um, Salt and Sacrifice. Oh yeah, that yeah, was there, wasn't yeah. it? I'm I'm so happy that Ska Studios is like still uh, like kicking around doing stuff. Like, you know, they 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 started off with some real like edgy like edge lord for yeah. the edge. You know, they were sake of edge. edge. Studio. But I I genuinely loved their games. Like I I I discovered them by playing the dishwasher, which was just some random Xbox indie game that I saw. And I was like, that looks cool. And, then they and I was Salt like, and Sanctuary is the other one they did, right? Which yeah, like Salt and Sanctuary. They, they also did um I can't, I can't remember the name of it. I want to say it was called Johnny Murder, but I'm pretty sure I'm oh, wrong. I, that sounds like it's. Which was like, which was like the co, the four player co op, like art, like beat 'em up game with like RPG yeah. elements, and um, like they they've all been good games. Like they they really have like for as edgy as they've been, like they they are technically competent games. Oh yeah, I mean they're good. I'm gonna say good in quotes games. I they never really clicked for me. I acknowledge they did interesting things. That's fair. They they had, they had a very unique art style that I think um made them exciting made them new they didn't click with me but i understand why they clicked for some people yeah no it's it's yeah it's it's definitely not to everyone's taste especially if you're if like if it's like if you're not if you can't handle like cringe levels of edge but oh it's definitely it's, it's that level <laughs> <of edge. laughs> but i i always thought they were really cool yeah so this, the, the, the fact that they've kind of like start you know kind of kept this uh this cool like dark 2d dark souls-esque uh series going now is really interesting i'm, I'm down with that uh, that's the big things i think from the announcements today did anyone else see anything else they were excited by I, i'm kind of interested in this metal slug tactics uh, oh yeah here. i was gonna i was gonna talk about that then i completely forgot i did i if there's ever been a series that i've never thought there should be a tactics version of it is metal slug but you know like, i'm on board I, i'm down I, I also love that weird anime extremely anime like interstitials they had going on with that trailer yeah it's i mean they've always had this kind of like goofy like semi-anime aesthetic like it's as yeah. for, for like you know these the, like the, like like a like such a such a tried and tested uh arcade shooter right yeah. like it's you know it's always been one of the more like like you know kind of uh very you know openly japanese games Oh, very much so. It was, you if, know, what if Metal Gear Solid had no sense of self-seriousness <laughs> yeah, and had less, tanks in there? Yeah, so, I mean, like, it's just, uh, it, it was definitely waiting for something this kind of, like, silly. And, and you know, and it's like, this kind of, like, the kind of, like, um, it, it, it was it was 100% a series that, I, that probably needed a, a, a shake-up like this. Because, like, Metal Slug, yeah. Metal Slug is Metal Slug, and, like, you know, it's 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 withstanded for so long for a reason um but, but you know like, like nine of them i think we're okay yeah i mean like, yeah you, i mean you go you go back to the you, you know the originals yeah. i mean those those games are endlessly playable on the neo geo that was a yeah. Neo geo game, yeah. yeah yeah like metal gear one through three like those games are, are just um, incredible but after that they kind of just were like it's more of that 
Yeah, it, it kind of kind of got yeah. stale. So yeah, this is a this is definitely a good way to shake it up and yeah, to keep it kind of relevant too. Yeah. Like it's that yeah. old formula can only go so far. I yeah, absolutely. It, it was an interesting thing to kind of almost open the show with. I think that was neat, and I think it. We need a little more tactic games. I love that kind of concept of gameplay, and I think it's it's something that still works on a handheld. It works on a console, and it it is something that's endlessly enjoyable. So I'm I'm all for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially kind of coming off the wake, I think it was at like like last year or uh, maybe the year prior. Um, there was that really great uh, like sort of like Advance Wars esque ga- oh, indie yeah. game Wargroove. That was great. That was, that game was amazing. That Wargroove was Capybara Studios, I believe, did that one, didn't they? Uh, I believe so. That's Toronto developed, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, no. Shout out to our Toronto peeps, y'all. Oh no! You know what? No, it was it was no, it was Chucklefish. Chucklefish. Okay. Yeah. I thought Toronto. I thought for some reason, a camp of beer was involved for that one, but I could be wrong. Well, you know, I think uh, I think it might just be like a similar aesthetic. You know, I'm gonna look this up as you guys keep talking. So... <laughs> yeah, there's well, a lot of a lot of shiny stuff in this, but uh, you know, a lot of more of the same kind of things: Black Ops, Warzone. Among Us getting more costumes, you know, this kind of starting to see a lot of the same trends. At, you were at definitely right big by the way. Showcases. Yeah, but that, but then again, you know, this was like the the kind of like the 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 pre E three showing. Yeah. So like, I mean, we got we got more Warzone because we all wanted more Warzone. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. People apparently do want it. Keeps I, mean, it I mean, let's be honest. There's like Among Us. There's Call of Duty. Uh, we had like Sable footage that over or music trailer. We had Jeff Goldblum introducing uh, the new Jurassic World Evolution game. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of game tonnage in this thing. Yeah, but I think I think if if yeah if 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 there was anything more to talk about, it's definitely um, the, uh, the 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 big the big show, the one yep. we're all waiting for, which is going to take place in a day or two. Yeah, uh, starting tomorrow. Is no, no Saturday. So, which would be tomorrow whenever you hear this. So yeah, that's fine. so yeah, so technically yes, tomorrow. Yeah, and that, this weekend. What, what is on this? Like, do we have any kind of just want to kind of do a quick predictions per major event, and we can kind of take it from there? Well, I would love, I would love to do that. Um, cool. Now Let's you know, you guys, you you all know me. I'm you know the the big Nintendo guy. This is you know it's kind of like the one the one no, thing of E3. No, I know, you're, you're I know. Lying. I'm sorry. I'm I didn't mean to shock you guys, but it's I don't, it's the truth. I don't believe it. That's you are the one and only Nintendo fan on the staff. So let's just, <laughs> yeah. Before we get into anything, let's just kind of break down what people could enjoy if they want to watch every single showcase there physically is, because we know you do. Um, on Saturday we have the broadcast pre-show well that's that's nothing exciting it might be who knows uh we have ubisoft we have gearbox <laughs> then we have a lot of po- magazines are having events during e3 like games yes, will be kind of weird pc ga- i mean pc gaming show has always existed and that's what pc gamers kind of managing that but this year we have games we have uh we have IGN, ign has their own thing too yeah verizon has one uh i think gamespot has one as well yeah gamespot does as well uh, and then we have the gaming awards, which are basically just. So I looked at so the gaming awards that are happening on the Sunday, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Or so sorry, it's, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Uh, that's like two magazines are doing the awards. It's like judges from GameSpot and IGN are picking. I'm like, okay. 
Sure. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> it's the only voices. Okay. Yeah, that's a very weird selection. Like, and then Greg Miller, who's part of neither of them, will be hosting. I'm like, okay. I mean, I have a lot of people that work. I know a lot of people that work at both these magazines or publications. Love them. They're great. I just think they should have got a broad selection of voices in their thing, just to make it more unique. But that's, you know, that's fine. <laughs> the five, cough, maybe. CGM, cough. Or just like, you know, there's there's other outlets. You know, we got five would be a nice fair. Number, yeah, like five or six. Yeah, that's a good even number. <laughs> yeah. You got to break the tie. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, beyond that, we also have... Um, uh, Xbox and Bethesda is now one conference together. We have Square Enix. We have the Warner Brothers back for blood as its own time slot. because I don't know why that is, but cool. Uh, yeah. We have PC Gaming Show as usual, which is then followed by the Future Gaming Show, which I'm guessing is Future Publishing, which is that does also own game, uh, PC Gamer. Well, we have in Television has a press conference. We have Take-Two has a press conference. We have Mythical Games. Uh, Capcom Razor. I'm just going to skip through the rest. Ba- Bandai Namco on Tuesday, and then that's the those are the big ones. Um, is Nintendo even on the list? Yeah, just uh, for our Bandai there. Yeah, nine, okay, there's nine, yeah. Well, sorry, twelve our time. So th- th- it's a pretty big selection. We also, before we jump onto this, we should also mention and discuss quickly the train wreck that is the E3 app. <laughs> you know what? I have I have yet to actually load it up, so oh, I'm. It's... I'm... Is it oh, bad? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to um, just going to go over here quickly and just going to show you, give you a taste, give you a uh, magical taste of what it was like to uh, to create my character in that in that amazing amazing app. I'm sc- I'm I'm scared. Now, the, oh, yeah. the, is is there a dedicated app or is it just uh, the, I mean, the portal? I believe it's I've only been on the portal. There's an like app. The I believe there is an app and there is the portal. Yeah. Uh, but but just both of you just go right here and just have a gander at my beautiful beautiful avatar. I'm I'm uh, this is oh, upsetting God. to me. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> what did I, you see? <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing all the E3 goodness. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you've peered into a dark timeline. I mean, that does I look have... a lot like your like just default face at all times, Brendan. Yeah, I just I've I've seen things. You are intensely serious at all times. You're always operating at a hundred. Oh, I am. That, that is by far the most the special method. avatar I've seen on here. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. No. This this is that's upsetting because like to to hear uh, that it's that it's not. Um. I mean, like, has it just like not been working for people? Like, no, I so, haven't really so heard a lot about it. So basically, let's go with this. It, it's clear they kind of wanted to gamify the process, and they also got sponsorships from people. Um, so there are some things you have to do in the app where you're like, oh, if you can get a free gift if you go to this booth, which is literally just clicking on a link and looking at their web page. Um, but it's clear that certain companies paid more for placement. Mm-hmm. And that is clearly what has special events and quests involved in the app. Because, you know, as a journalist and someone that is doing this as a job, the, you know, the one thing I want to do to do my job, weird games just to get to <laughs> the weird games. That's, that's how you ups- know you're doing it right. That's upsetting because I, you know, I this was this was something I, I was actually kind of interested. Uh, you know, we, we'll talk more about it last week. I, you know, because this was it was something I was talking about um, a few weeks ago when when I just like did the podcast by myself and I was like kind of uh, like really hopeful for this whole thing to work. Um, so it's that's that's uh, that's not 
inspiring a lot of confidence in me. But um, it's, all, it's also weird because this is the year that the cat of E3 is back. Last year it had to kind of be. It was to the wire. It was still going to happen. And they're like, what if, you know, LA shut down, so we're going to cancel that. And this is kind of the year they're back. The kind of the year they're trying to show they're still relevant. They still matter. And Jeff Keighley, with his Summer Games Fest, has really kind of taken the thunder away from what E3 is offering. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, like the, the, this yeah. website is like, this is what I would have expected it to look like had they canceled the show and like thrown a site together. Oh, yeah. This, like, this, this is kind of what like it, a... this would have been acceptable last year. As it is, it's kind of yeah. underwhelming. I'm hoping it'll change over the weekend when it, the show actually opens. But, I mean, uh... I hope. I really do hope it is kind of unfair to kind of judge it based on what we're seeing right now, but all we can judge on is basically what we're seeing. And it feels half-baked or lowest common denominator bidding where someone's like, I can kind of build you a website, I guess. It'll cost you this much money. And maybe you can put in games in there and an avatar creator. And everyone's like, yeah, we're a professional conference. We need those things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I definitely seen uh, conferences do things better um my, my wife was at was that one digitally where you know there was a digital floor for the conference yeah. and like when you got when you moved your little symbol towards yeah. a booth you would enter like a video call with the people at that booth and you have a chat i think that's a great network in that I mean, way that could be overwhelming for the amount of people they're allowing in this year maybe certainly for like for the for the media week though it would have been kind of nice you know like yeah, it definitely I... would have been too much for the general populace because anyone can sign up as a fan but, I, uh, I yeah. still don't quite understand how. I, I also don't really understand what the difference, like badges, mean. Like, I don't know. It's baffling. It's better than no E3, I guess, but uh, it's I definitely. Mean, is it? Well, we could we could probably talk more about this yeah, next well... week after 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 we see how it plays out. <laughs> I mean, it still could blow us away. We could have could. the on Tuesday. We could have a new Nintendo uh, console in our hands. Who knows? But I'm going to lead that way into predictions from Jordan about Nintendo. <laughs> well, I mean, that I think that one might be off the table. I know a lot of people are, yeah. are hypothesizing about it because, you know, rumors were abound and people were saying that there was supposed to be a new console announcement. But right. Nintendo did explicitly explicitly say that it was going to be software only. So I don't see them announcing unless they're really like, you know, ace up the sleeve waiting for that big, like one more thing before the show ends to, to show off... Um, a surprise announcement for the new console, but I, I, personally, I'm not expecting it. Um, I, I think, I, I think if we can expect anything from Nintendo, like like probably the the most like predictable things, I think like kind of like with um, the 2019 E3, we'll probably get the last two Smash Bros DLC characters. Oh, there's more um, of those, aren't there? I forgot. There's only there's that. only yeah. two left in the in the in the. Th- the second fighter pack and i can kind of see them doing like what they did with 2019 where they announced the first one at the beginning of the conference and then maybe like a surprise announcement at the end um, they are for the last that one as much as they physically can well i mean hell like it's it's not a bad way to do it like everyone pretty yeah. much agrees that uh that ultimate might be the best smash Bros. i know there's a lot of the hardcore smash Bros players that, are, that yeah. still say melee is the best and i would be convinced otherwise gamecube one right yeah and, you know, that's just like, you know, because it's like the most, I guess, like competitive one. But I think from a yeah. technical standpoint, Ultimate works the best. Okay. And it's just like, it's, it's it really is that thing where it's just like, you know, like like you look at a lot of these like sports games, it's like every year there's a new ga- whole game when all it really is is a roster update. It's like, right. just, 
you know, with it, you, you already have such a such a well put together game. Why not just keep adding to the roster over the course of how many years? Like, if, as long as the Switch is going to be, um, you know, a, a, a viable console to, until the ne- until the next like actual like generational leap, right. um, they don't really need to uh, release a, another Smash Bros. You know, for for many years. So just keep just keep bolstering the roster. I mean, I feel that that is actually the better way for the fans to not keep yeah. selling them games. I mean. Look at Street Fighter 2, how long they kind of brought that forward, how long the, the kind of community kind of embraced it. And even Street Fighter 4 really kind of did that as well. Yeah. Um, I think, and I, I think you know, I, 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 I get a feeling we're probably going to see something about Zelda. Um, yeah. it's, it seems appropriate, what with the whole like 35th anniversary thing that they've been kind of holding out on. Um, I kind of feel like E3 is definitely the, the the place where you show off like your big show stopping thing is details on Zelda two. Yeah, um, you can do that. And I, I don't know. I, I really can't. I, I it's hard to think of what else what else could possibly be on the table just because like Nintendo has already really put out. Like I know it's it's easy to kind of be one of those Nintendo fanboys and be like, yeah, let's go Mario Odyssey two. Let's go, <laughs> you know, new Donkey Kong, new Kirby, new everything. Like. Um, but it's like, may, like maybe a new Donkey Kong because they just, you know, they kind of only put out Tropical Freeze right. uh, on the Switch. But like, you know, we've already seen a, a Luigi's Mansion on the Switch. We've already seen Paper Mario. We've already seen Kirby. We, you know, maybe we get more details on Pokemon. But we've already got, you know, two solid Pokemon games on right. or three, I guess, if you include Snap. Um, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if they, well, they probably should show off the Diamond and Pearl remix a bit more. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of... There is there is a bit of an elephant in the room with how they're going to interact with Sword and Shield. Like there could be the potential to expand that game's Pokedex finally. Now that they're both going to be uh, in the same atmosphere. I was thinking too. It's also the 35th anniversary of Metroid, not just yeah. Zelda. So and we, I mean, definitely could see. I could definitely see more Metroid Prime um, making an appearance because they've, they've been well, teasing that one for a while. Yeah, and I'm I'm skeptical about that just because you know like they 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 you know they've been so quiet about it and yep. just just with how like tumultuous the development of that game has been, um, I would I just I wouldn't want them I wouldn't want to see them do something like they did sort of back in like 2016, um, where or I mean, was it 2016 or 2017 where they just kind of showed a JPEG and was like oh by the way this is still a thing like <laughs> you know unless they actually have something to bring to the table. Right that's going to be like out in the next year or two, like just, just don't announce it. Like, and yeah, Nintendo's always yeah. been good for stuff like that. So that, that, I mean, that's the thing yeah. too, is like they've been, they played their cards to the chest so much in the past few years, like since that moment, really, that right. it, it's getting hard to predict like what they might <laughs> be showing off here. Yeah. Um, Split, that, Splatoon like, that, three, I could see definitely maybe, maybe Bayonetta three, maybe. I mean, I'm, Bayonetta three has been announced for a while now. So yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, we'll see one of, of the three, Breath of the Wild 2, Metro Prime 4, or Bayonetta 3, like, I'm kind of yeah. betting we'll see one of those three things, but probably not more than two. Yeah, I could see, yeah. I could definitely see at least one of them making an appearance. I don't feel anything beyond that. No. That, be, I mean, that, if, that, be, that being said, if, if the Switch Pro is happening and they're announcing it, which I'm, I'm still skeptical on, if that happens, I think Breath of the Wild 2 is a given. Like, that has to be the thing. Yeah, I mean, I still, I'm still kind of curious how... Uh, with the announcement of if there is a Switch Pro, how that's going to divide the fan base? Will it be kind of like a PS4 Pro where it's basically the same system, but if you have if you have the Switch Pro, you just get a bit better graphics, a bit more smooth experience, or will it be a completely different platform? And I'm really curious how Nintendo handles that because Tegra is a different chip than the um, 
than the uh, x86 architecture that basically is a PC. Uh, yeah. And, but then again, the Switch is basically a phone, so it could it could be cross-platform pretty easily. And I mean, like to that to that end, like I I, I worry about it a little bit just because Nintendo's handling of these things in the past hasn't been great. Like you know, you look I mean, at the the, um... the new 3DS was okay. They did, well, but they, they they managed that okay. But that was the whole thing about the new 3DS is that like you know there there were new 3DS specific games, and I was and like I know there was only like really like a handful, like two like or three two, of them. Yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, one mainly, but there was, you know, I think like like the one. I mean, like it probably wouldn't matter to anyone but me, but like the Binding of Isaac was a new 3DS like exclusive. Oh, that was and... weird. That was yeah. really weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like, and all the all the like the virtual console stuff was new 3DS, which d- didn't make any sense to me. But okay, um, I think it was the, the memory involved, it just the way it kind of. But for it, Super <laughs> Nintendo games, come on. <laughs> they needed a reason to buy the game. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to tell you. I'm just giving. No, it's, that's what I mean. It's, it's it's weird, and it's just like it's like so it's it's stuff like that. Like you know, just seeing how they've handled it in the past. Like I I would genuinely hope they don't do like Switch Pro exclusive games, right? Like, I, mean, because, I can like, see them being Switch Pro enhanced games, similar to like the Xbox Series yeah. X enhanced game. Mm-hmm. I could I could see them doing the things with it, and I, with uh, ARM chips, which is what the uh, Switch is based on, steadily getting better, mm-hmm. and this the GPUs in those little chips steadily getting better. I could see them doing things that would make the Switch Pro a much more exciting console because it would let you have a full 1080p experience uh, on the go. It would let you have a little bit better responsive responsive, uh, gaming. It could let you have a bit faster. I like there's numerous things they can kind of do that, like you're upgrading a phone from your like five-year-old phone to the phone now it lo- might look the same, but the the core architecture has just kind of made it so it's a much smoother, much faster experience, and that's something Nintendo can do with the Switch. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I mean, outside of that, like if I really, if I really like dared to dream, like I don't know, maybe maybe like a new like Mario and Luigi like RPG game okay. on yep. Switch, like. Mm-hmm. I, I part of me part of me feels like like it would be a real a real thing that they would do is to, to bring out like because I know a lot of fans have been like dreaming about it like a Kingdom Hearts collection on Switch. Mm. Sure, I mean they like, already released that on every other console. Why not? Well, I mean, and it, pe- pe- fans have been clamoring for Sora and Smash like forever. I mean, Jordan, fans of the um, <laughs> that series clamor for Sora in literally everything. That's yeah, true. it's true. I mean, I don't know why it was like a blank as hell character, but you know, something, yeah, no. whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm down with their passion. It who, makes who me... wants <laughs> who, who wants Sora when you could have Riku instead? That dream boat. Oh, I, I literally could not care less about any of this. I know, I know. Like you're saying names, I'm like, yes, yeah. character in a game. And Mickey Mouse was there, and Goofy, and Donald, and Gaston. Because yeah. why not? Yeah, that and was a guy that's like a uh, Sephiroth knockoff. Because well, of course, yeah, he was. Well, yeah. But I mean, but he's that Sephiroth is there too. Oh, yeah. so. but also, Sephiroth knockoff. So, you know, so it's, it's great. It's true. They it's needed him for the third experience. game, where all the fa- oh. the Final Fantasy characters disappeared. It's oh, so God. weird. It's so weird. I, well, I mean, outside uh, outside of that, just because uh, you know we're running a little past the half hour mark, I feel um, like we should we should just quickly mention the xbox bethesda well yeah i was gonna say because i mean nintendo's the only thing i'm interested in so if there's anything for like of like, course you don't care about anything else well maybe if sony <laughs> brings some cool stuff to the table it's like bloodborne 2 sony's not even on the docket yeah. so. well there you go so 
Um, yeah, I got nothing else to live for. Okay. <laughs> that's really Square Enix panel. <laughs> that's got me, but... Okay. Yeah, Square yeah. Enix, we, we kind of know what Square Enix is going to bring to the table because they've been trickling information out for a while now. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they said we're, we're showing this, this, and that, and it, yeah. the, the question is now, like, is that all they're talking about or is that all they're saying? Like, there's mm-hmm. big rumors about this uh, Souls-like Final Fantasy Origins, it's called uh, the reports. Do I want a Souls like Final Fantasy? I am reserving judgment like until that yeah, actually okay. happens. Okay. <laughs> like, it's still just speculation at this point, but uh, that's kind of the big question yeah. for the Square Enix panel outside of uh, Life is Strange footage. Yeah, which we got a lot of details about that one already. Mm-hmm. Did they say now? Did they say uh, Chris if they were gonna? They were. Sh- they're, they're, they're showing off um, Final Fantasy 16, right? Uh, they have not confirmed that. Uh, uh, we supposed to get more information on that on this invite. year, but uh, yeah. So far, they said there's a world premiere from Idos Montreal. Uh, yep. Can be curious to see what that's going to be. Uh, Babylon's Fall, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Marvel's Avengers. More content for that because yeah. everyone cool. is clamoring for that. Does, so. Literally, is anyone playing that game? I, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm genuinely asking. No, I think I think it like statistically actually did have like a huge player drop. Yes, that's why that's why I'm actually asking because I, I I thought that people thought, wow, this game's amazing. And I've done with it after ten hours. And, yeah. I yeah. I and I'm done. I mean, I don't uh, need a Destiny version of this game, so I'm good. The the next character is Black Panther, and they're showing off that uh, at Square Enix. The Wakanda sense. area. So yeah, that'll be a draw. We'll see if that brings people back. If that doesn't, uh, not sure what will. <laughs> I, I I I could I can maybe see an Eidos Montreal thing being maybe another Deus Ex. I mean, if you put Square Enix and, and Eidos like those two words in the same sentence, it's very easy to just assume maybe we're getting like Deus Ex 3. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's... We'll see. <laughs> could be could be a lot of things, really. Yeah. Um, could, could also be... You know, they've been spitballing the idea of, of a new Tomb Raider that kind of combines the two different timelines slash trilogies How or whatever. How would you do so... that? Yeah, I don't know. They kind of so, want to treat it like the the reboot was the origin, and then the original games were what came afterwards. So I guess the dinosaurs are going to no be sense. canon. Like literally <laughs> makes like. We'll, we'll see. No. <laughs> they, they they seem to have an idea. They're kicking around. So anyways. she went from a spunky young like researcher to invincible. I kind of feel like it's the opposite. She went from like a gritty like like rough and tumble like no nonsense explorer to like a a spunky badass adult like she she became the better version of herself as she grew there there has to be some heavy retconning on one side of the aisle for this to kind of discuss the weird plastic surgery she got at some point from her 20s to her 28s yeah yeah Yeah. they'll they'll, they'll definitely have to kind of smooth out a lot of edges when they when they do this but that's one possibility wrong choice of words there well yeah i mean she morphed into like angelina jolie at her older age let's be honest i mean that that original character model was pretty blocky so i guess smoothing is accurate weird we'll go with that (laughs) yes (laughs) but bethesda's a thing yeah, and uh, hopefully we might see some more. Um, uh, well, it's not Bethesda; that's Obsidian. So, but Bethesda owns Obsidian now, or I guess Microsoft no, owns Microsoft everything owns now. Obsidian and Bethesda. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I got my I got my uh, my I'm acquisition not... continuity confused. There's I always mean, a bigger fish. Bethesda, Bethesda got really big and bought Window, the maker of Windows. That's what happened, right? Yeah, Oblivion was that big. 
<laughs> well, you know, I mean, yeah, it, w- it was pretty big. ESO is doing really gangbusters on, on the it, microtransactions. It, 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 they can buy Microsoft just with just with the microtransactions. They were rolling around in all that Morrowind money. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, we'll stop, uh, you know, poking at Jordan here. And um, yeah, Xbox and Bethesda's conference. So I'm guessing we're going to see basically what? these companies do we're going to see probably a few like microsoft's probably going to announce 30 new studios they bought you know <laughs> yeah yeah you imagine we'll never know what they do but they bought them uh, and then in the last go, month yeah just this last month they just be like picking them up <laughs> we own you on our way to the stage we snapped up this studio and that we studio. walked past them as we were walking up here and phil spencer decided to buy that studio too so <laughs> that's what now on the list too um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it really does feel like microsoft has been kind of showing its marketing muscle uh, and showing how much money it has to throw at the problem, rather than finding solutions to the problem. And I think the problem is it's the um, Microsoft has really kind of stood as the North American console, and Sony has been kind of viewed as the world console. And Microsoft's had a hard time shaking that thought. And maybe it doesn't need to anymore because it has that cloud gaming uh, platform. It has windows as a platform so maybe it doesn't need to be the series x doesn't need to be everywhere for microsoft to be everywhere yeah i think i kind of i I don't know i i think part of me does agree with that just because like microsoft um has always been i kind of i feel like like up like um like a p a name in pc first before it was a name in like gaming um, whereas Sony, like, despite yeah. like, you know, all like kind of being a, uh, you know, a huge entertainment, um, uh, manufacturer, like for like, you know, TVs and, and movies and all that stuff too. Like, I feel like Sony just as a brand is a little bit more synonymous with gaming. So Microsoft, like just real realistically doesn't really need to like Microsoft as an entity doesn't yeah. need to produce games the same way Sony does. Like Microsoft can yeah. just buy up these studios and have them and let them make games. For and them. Sony's been doing the same. Like it has bought a lot of these. Stu- like it did buy Insomniac. Mm-hmm. And it, it, we always thought for a little bit as the Xbox uh, One first launched, we kind of thought Microsoft was going to kind of like take that away from Sony. And well, Sony, Sony didn't let no. that happen. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, we thought was a kind of a good experiment, but now Sony, I guess, I guess Insomniac has that again, so Sony could take it. Yeah, <laughs> so now he has that. <laughs> it's so weird. Take that, Microsoft. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but I mean, I think what we will see is Microsoft showing reason uh, for the Xbox Series X and Xbox One Series S uh, to be a thing, to, to take that living room spot. And right now, I don't know if people know why to buy one or the other. It's more of what you can find in stock. I guess get that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm still holding up for a PS5. I mean, we're um, we're looking for one, Jordan. Every time one comes in stock, I try to uh, push it in chat. Oh Jesus, yeah, I know, but it's just like it's just it's just been such a hassle. <laughs> I mean, because you usually have to get there that minute and then stand in virtual line for like three hours, and yeah, then maybe it, you'll get it. If it's even uh, reliable to not like you know, have the website just crash on you fifty. Oh times. yeah, and bots will just steal everything up. No, I'm just that's why I'm 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 committed to it. You know what? I'm I'm willing to wait. If as, as soon as I as soon as they are available in a store that I can go to and get it, I will Jordan, gladly. What are stores? What do you? What is this thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't Back understand. in the before times. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think 
I think we'll finally see more details. Like as we joke about all the studios Microsoft bought, I feel we'll finally see more about what that means. Yeah. And I feel we'll also finally see how Bethesda games how Bethesda and Microsoft work together as a a single entity, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and, uh, presumably, oh, sorry, we'll see like a some kind of Bethesda software as well yeah. if they stuck their name on you know the title of their panel. I'm hoping yeah. we'll mm-hmm. actually see something from them. But more Wolfenstein. That's not a weird multiplayer side story. Maybe more um, Doom. Well, like Starfall. Was yeah. it Starfall is that the one there? That's the weird. That's the weird MMO. Not the MMO. The kind of the RPG thing. Starfall well, or Star something, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, but that seemed to be future somewhere. A little too early to show. They're trying to like not reveal things too early. And then Elder Scrolls Six is the new. Yeah, one. I was just about to say. Well, didn't they announce five? like? Are they, was it? Uh, no, it would be six. Skyrim was, six, was five. Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, did what was it? Was it? Was it? Because I was trying. I was just trying to remember. Like, was it 2017 or 2018? It was 2018. They, yeah, that they six. So I mean, I feel like by now they they gotta have at least some proof of concept. Right? Right? Uh, yeah, I was just about to look it up. Um, 2017 seems long, but yeah, it, be, it was a it was a while. It was the last one I went to before the pandemic, so it would have been 2019. Time has it, no okay. Meaning. Yeah, was it 2019? I'm just I'm just trying to remember because uh, you know a lot of these. It's this is just the this is just like you know one of the part of the problem with E3 sometimes that just like you know when 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 people yep. just show up with with a with a literal JPEG of a title like it's like how yeah, how are you I supposed mean, to remember what George, year these things got announced? It was a sweeping <laughs> it was a sweeping landscape and then a JPEG of a title. Get okay, all right, fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> my my mistake. Andrew, <laughs> and that was after Andrew WK sang party. Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, no, 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 it was, yeah, June 18th, 2018. That was the, oh that was the announcement. Oh, that's right. That's a... And then Bethesda's conference in 2019 was nothing. That's yeah. Right. That was so, so weird. So, yeah, like, it's, okay. uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, um, it's gotta be, a, it, by this point, they gotta have something to show of no, it. They're they gonna don't. show everything. Oh, that's right. I The Bethesda one that I watched that was the year, the last year that it was in person was literally, I was in the middle of a courtyard and they kind of just broadcasted onto side of a building. Okay. <laughs> this is weird. Well, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't get everyone drunk no, again. They, they to... had the Galen center. We just didn't go in there. We just stood outside. <laughs> it well, was that really was, weird. Was that 2019 then when they, when they talked about content being in Fallout 76? Yes. <laughs> they got everyone <laughs> drunk beforehand. Oh, they got them real drunk. Real drunk. <laughs> I remember Brendan Quinn was telling me about that. He was like, everyone here is wasted. <laughs> oh, yeah. They did, they did not care. They're like, what if we give you all the alcohol? And yeah, here's sure. some kebabs. <laughs> oh, Todd Howard. Geez. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> and they had this weird part of the room that you couldn't go into, but it was no one there. There were just some nice sitting couches. I'm like, but I want to sit in the couches. I don't want to be here anymore. That is the spe- they just had that just to just to flex on people. It was so weird. <laughs> There's no other reason. Okay, but yeah, that's that's my take on Bethesda. Yeah. Maybe we'll see more. Um, uh, what was the game? What was the game? Um, the one that was. Um, wow, great radio right here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The one about um, the space station uh, from Prey. That's Prey. Space. Maybe we'll see Pay Prey Three or something. Oh yeah, maybe. Game, I liked that game. It was good. You, you know, it was interesting. I was actually talking about my buddy just played it recently, and uh, and we were talking about the old the old Prey, 
And I was that kinda, game was okay, but also not. Yeah, good. yeah. He he went back and played it, and he was like, "Dude, you know what? It didn't really hold up." Also, <laughs> I was like, "I feel it's racist, but I don't know." You know what? I don't. I don't know a hundred percent because because I was thinking about it. Like, it's one of the very few games where we you really do have any kind of Native yeah. American representation. But they so also like, kind of made it like, what if aliens would not be susceptible to Native spirit magic? Yeah, maybe maybe looking back on it, it might be a bit racist. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it, it kind of just, it, 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 I feel like it toes that line where it's like there's so little representation yeah. in games that like you know maybe any is a net positive, but yeah, that was a weird, that was a weird game. Well, but they weren't that susceptible to, to the native spirit magic. You could, they could still see your like your your astral projection. But you also and, couldn't and die because you just went to the weird spirit plane and it doesn't come back. Yeah, yeah, no, the sound, the sounds really, guy. sounds really bad. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. it was a, yeah. uh, it was a, it was a different time, Chris. <laughs> it was yeah. a different time. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a weird thing. Uh, yeah. they had that, but the the prey they came out with, I thought had a unique voice to it. It had a unique concept. I think it worked. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, 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 I kind of. Um, I kind of like held off on it because I wasn't uh, particularly sold on it. But most people that I've heard play it have, have confirmed. To me I know Bella that reviewed it for us uh, did not like it. Uh, but well, she was, she just didn't, she didn't click for her. It, I found it was interesting. I didn't, yeah. I finished it once. I didn't finish it uh, the second time where you could get the different endings and stuff like that. So I, I don't, I don't know. It was good. It was good, yeah. but I, it was different. I also found you could break the game with their, um, you could break down everything in the game into its parts, then make things with those parts. And that was kind of cool. That's kind of neat. But you could also break the game by just by, like, tearing apart the world and dumping it into a breakdown machine. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, by I me, mean, like, so, uh, you know, I think um, just, mo- I guess, moving past uh, yeah. Prey, uh, just to kind of, I guess, put a put a pin on the, the Microsoft thing um, specifically, like, it, it, it probably seems very, very likely to me also that they'll, you know, maybe show up with more uh, Halo 9 um is it nine infinite that, infinite that, okay yeah like, no okay no so no it would be seven it would be seven god we are so deep in halo now um i mean not as big as uh, everything else we've talked about apparently because everything yeah else that's is true but still double digits so halo didn't need to be more than three games i mean i i just i another one of those games where you think it's almost done and then like what if we take another three years <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Launch. it was supposed to come out launch of the series x and they're like yeah it's coming out like yeah we're gonna push that down the road it's it's gonna be somewhere don't don't worry I about mean, that considering what what they showed the last time around i i, yeah, I, I was, definitely don't blame great. them yeah they, 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 was, yeah they, they better be showing a vastly improved prod product if they want to be keeping people faithful yeah it looked rough yeah it looked pretty rough because I mean, there's only there's there really is only so much you can get from like a Microsoft showing, right? Like we'll probably yeah. you probably get some more Halo. Maybe if they really want to like push the envelope, they might give us a, a, another Gears. We also get more, more from Compulsion Games. They did. They, yeah. they, we have a few people. We might see more from that. Yeah. I mean, it, sure. It, maybe Forza. It, it, I mean, it really yeah, says a lot too Forza. that uh, that you know, pushing the envelope for them is announcing a new Gears title. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, no kidding, Chris. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like Game Pass announcements. Like, oh yeah, this is coming to Game Pass day one, and yeah. this is coming to Game Pass day one because they don't have. I mean, to be fair, know... every game is coming to Game Pass day one if it's Microsoft first party. The only one they didn't put like day one Game Pass was the um, a Crackdown, which was like a five dollar purchase on top of Game Pass. You're like, hi. Oh my god, there was sure. a Lego version of 
yeah forza oh my god okay oh yeah <laughs> yeah like, like I, I'm, I'm talking like they'll, they'll be talking about third party games coming to game pass yeah. day one because they don't yeah. have you know they have infinite and that's about maybe we should just it. kind of quickly go down the list and just wrap up um i'm just looking at anything we want to just uh yeah 2k anything i'm sorry take two do we think anything exciting on take mm. two i'm gonna guess some more grand theft auto stuff maybe oh, maybe if maybe they, more they... red dead that that's the thing. Like it would have to be something like like Red Dead DLC. I know a lot of pe- a lot of fans have been Maybe like bully? really. But you know what? I've I've heard some rumors that there's there's something bully related in the works, yeah. but I don't know how much I I trust them. Bully or seems like a tough that. sell in the current climate. Yeah, right? yeah, that you know, is also very true. But then again, it's very tongue in cheek. So like, but it, I mean, it, also. There's there's certain lines you cross, and maybe this isn't the line to cross yeah. quite yet. Because I, I was just I'm, I'm thinking about it from the same angle where it's just like, well, you know, like real if you really if you really look at it, like GTA really isn't appropriate in in, in the current climate either, right? But right, like it's, it's still that's why it's not coming out yet. Yeah, you know, say maybe yeah, that's probably why they're holding back a little bit <laughs> from yeah. revealing yeah, there's, it. There's, 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 there's times you release things, and when there's Things like that, bullying and that sort of thing, probably is even though you technically weren't the bully, you were kind of the one fighting against the bully. Yeah, like, you could still act like the bully. You could you give could. guys swirlies and but, stuff. But let's be honest here: in the modern school landscape where people are struggling, that is prop. Yes, as an adult, we understand gangsters exist. As a society, we also don't want school to be hell for the, for children, right? Yeah. Well, then I, I guess I could see, I could see kind of like to that point, right? Like it, it's sort of the way that they, they kind of change the, the, the perspective of the narrative in GTA five, where it's like, you know, they, they tried to make it a little bit more story driven and, and is not so much that you are just like this, you know, agent of chaos being a, an asshole all over the place. Like I mean, you still if work, they, but... well, yeah, but like, you know, if you were playing as like Michael or Franklin, you yeah. kind of, it, it, the focus wasn't so much on that no, um, that's fair. you know so in, in in that in that sort of vein if they were to come up with a new bully like i, I could maybe see it like leaning more into that idea where like okay. you know you are the guy who's fighting against the bullies and like I mean, sure. it, it maybe cut down on how much like actual like things you can do to just be a dick <laughs> Because that was that was that was always sort of the appeal of bully, right? Where it's like it's like it's Grand Theft Auto, but in a school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, but I think that's <laughs> well, you could go, you could for. ride a bike and go to town. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's sure. I mean, maybe we'll get, we'll see it's, more. There, we'll we'll put yeah. a, a gigantic asterisk maybe on that one. It's like five to ten percent odds. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else Take Two does. Like maybe more civilization. Uh, yeah, maybe. How many civilizations can you crank out, though? I mean, they could put a console version of six. I don't know. Did they? Oh no, I'm thinking. No, it's five. Five just came yeah. out on. Uh, I was thinking about the Switch yeah. one. Six hasn't come out on consoles yeah. yet, so sure. That's a huge uh, one, you, though. I don't know if I could. Bandai Namco, I see more Elden Ring, maybe. Maybe yeah. more gameplay. Maybe, maybe. Uh... Maybe more anime nonsense. Maybe we'll get some. Yeah, oh, maybe more. Maybe more Musou yeah. games. I mean, I want at least, at least. 20 minutes of just pure anime nonsense that I'm like, what? what's going on? Yeah, I'm a fever dream. They'll probably okay, be showing cool. off uh, Scarlet Nexus because um, that oh, comes out sure. relatively soon. That's some anime nonsense for you. Did, um, did Bandai Namco do that one that was like Souls but with vampires and it was all anime nonsense? Yeah, uh, what was that called? Uh, um, Code Vein. 
Yeah, code that vein. was that was a game. Yeah, maybe a bit more code vein. You know something? No, <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> no, that was, was good. I mean, it was fine. It was also, <laughs> you know, what I really want in my life. Anime as much anime nonsense as I can physically fit into one Souls-like. And they yeah. did it. Yeah, well, there you go. So they, so they could do it again! They did so many weird anime girls in corsets, I don't know if I could deal with any more. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe we maybe we see more on the uh, the Kakarot DLC that does the whole like legacy of trunks thing. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna say, anime nonsense. Yeah. I'm just going to say anime nonsense and just cap off with that. I think we can yeah. wrap up there. E3 is going to be filled with anime nonsense um, some nature, and uh, yeah. I'm here that's, for it. That's my prediction. You heard it, you, you heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Um, where can everyone find all you guys' socials and all that jazz? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at NinjaJordan underscore, and you can okay. also find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy, that's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, or on Twitch at Guild2Taps. Cool. And you can find me at bfry 26 on literally everything. And I will try to post more, because that's the <laughs> thing I should do. Well, let's also not forget that uh, you can find about all the stuff we, we talked about on cgmagonline.com. And across all the socials at cgmagonline, or CG Magazine, some yes. variation of the two. Including exactly. TikTok. TikTok, yes, and TikTok. we're now on um, CG Mag Online on Instagram with uh, what are those called? Stories? I, I forget what everything's called. Yeah, I mean, yeah. stories are just a part of Instagram. Yeah, we're there. We're doing things. We're unboxing things. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're posting doing... a lot more stuff on Instagram. I noticed it's very yeah. exciting. And so many unboxings, just like all of them. <laughs> and some of them are just boxes filled with stuff. We don't know. Uh, but yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please let us know if you like the slightly more condensed format. This one went a little long, but we're still just about an hour, so that's pretty good. Uh, and uh, please comment, like, and subscribe. Is that a thing you can do in here? I don't know, but apparently I would say it anyways. <laughs>